Okay, Rabbi Sai. Beseder, beseder Gomer. So we learned, we learned in the, uh, the last time that we got together, was two weeks ago, we learned about the Nekuda, this Perikhis of the Malal is dedicated to, that from one point of view there's a tremendous obligation of teaching Torah and spreading Torah. Uh, I just saw a, a letter of a B'chon and that says that when you learn Torah, you're Mekai Meshtikal V'mitzvah Mechias Amalek. Akedekach. Because it says that Amalek came Keshirof V'yudeh Minat Torah. So no matter whenever you're learning more Torah, it's Chitzay Mavis Ba'amalek. That's what the B'chon says. That's, that's his lashon. Chitzay Mavis Ba'amalek. So, that from one point of view, so there's an because Torah is so valuable and precious that it should be spread out as much as possible. Me'idach, he said, because the Torah is so precious, make sure it doesn't re- reach any destinations, that it should not be there, and that means teaching the Torah to Talmud She'eno Hogun. That's uh, what we learned uh, up to now. And maybe we'll skip a little, but we'll go right after number 150, where the, uh, here the Ma'al is speaking about from which Rebbe could you learn? And he has a Mariyatikachidish, I'm going say. Who could you learn Torah from? What are the credentials of the Rebbe? Till now we're speaking about the obligation of the Talmud. What kind of Talmud? This kind of Talmud, that kind of Talmud. Okay. So let's see, we're on page now one, uh, I mean, not page. Depends on the, after number 150. We're based on Chagiga. A very famous Gemara. Omar Rabba Bar Abachana, Omar Rabbi Yechanan, Mai Dixiv, Kisiv Sekoin, Yishmu Daas, the Torah Yevakshu Piu, Kimalach Hashem Tzvakasu, Im Harab Dremel Malach Hashem Tzvakas, Yevakshu Termipiu, the Imlav, Al Yevakshu Termipiu, Atkan. What was the Pshutam Shadwarim? It's a Shvera Gemara. What does it mean? How do I know how Malach looks like? We use an expression pretty loosely, Elazan Malach. But how does a malach look like? What's the what's the the credentials of a malach? <laughs> and meaning Tanya with the light Tanya, the rav that you could see, he should be like a malach. So there are his bearing that they say in Elamatera. Uh, one has bears that a malach we know about him. The Eino Oisish meaning so it has to be a rebbe that this is his mahus. It's not that he does 25 other things and number 23 is he teaches something. He's an embodiment of the Ratzon Hashem. What? He's an embodiment of the Ratzon Hashem. A Malach is like... So I mean, he's, he's a Tzadik. So you could say Tzadik. The definition of Malach. What Malach means, Lechura, that we know that he... We have to find something unique about a Malach. So Lechura, one thing is we know Ein Malach Echad Oseh Shtei Shluchuyas. Maybe that, that's point number one. A Rebbe should be doing two Shluchuyas. Maybe we'll, we'll go into this in a minute. Another has there's another thing that we know about Malachim. They're called Oimdim. Oimdim means they don't shtag that much. A Rebbe that's willing to give up his personal shtagin for his Talmud, that's the one you're supposed to learn from. Rebbe Bell used to say that if they would ask him, why don't you know Yerushalmi better? He said he didn't know Yerushalmi that good. Again, so if they can ask him, he says, I'm going to point to Rebbe Chazim. That was his Talmud. He said, I put so much koichas into him. I didn't have time for Yerushalmi. I'm sorry. Right? So the Nekuda is, so that, that's point number two that I explained. If the Rebbe is willing to sacrifice his personal shtagin and become a Malach who's called an Oymed, that's a Rebbe. Good. The first Ezra means they shouldn't be doing two shluchuyas. Two shluchuyas means, I'll oh say, it's something, it's tough because I've been learning the last couple of weeks, not a specific thing, that chutz from our avoidance Hashem was trying to do what's right. 
and avoiding from doing things which are wrong. There's a special avoidance, which means try not to live in contradictions. But there shouldn't be a, a checkmate on your life. What's the Navarus that says it shouldn't be that you're stealing away? That's also the definition of he doesn't do because if it's two things which are in the same nature, then he could do. Because the Malach that was Merapa Avram, he was the Malach that wanted to save Lot. How can you do two things? They say it's the same thing. It's the same kind of Mahalach. Meaning, I say, uh, I heard once a few years ago, and I, I thought it's Beradak, but I looked it up and I couldn't find it there. That someone asked the question, how come there's a mitzvah in the Torah of mitzvah's ma'akeh? That you put a fence on the roof. Uh, of course, there's a general mitzvah which says, Is there a special mitzvah that says when it's raining outside, wear a coat? Is there a special mitzvah when you cross the street, look right and left? I mean, I can give you a million one examples. It's special. There's one general rule. Oh, so you can take it for himself, it's for others. It's special that's your home, you gotta make sure that you'll be okay. Why, if, if the, if the Torah wouldn't have said it, we probably would have known you're supposed to put on a makkah anyway. <laughs> so why is there a bazundar mitzvah put on a makkah? So he said this, year, and he said a very interesting nukuda, he said that throughout the history of mankind, the most expensive thing that you own is your home. Now you pay, you take mortgage for 30 years. A, a, a chunk of your life, a, a big chunk of your life, is invested in your home. What's the most, the second thing that, uh, expensive thing that you own? Face your car. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> your car, uh, Like, a car is like 2% of a house. Like, a house is always worse. <laughs> and what's the whole point of a house? A home? Protection. Shelter. Security. That's what I'm saying here. You build a whole house, you pay for it a million and a half pounds, and then when it comes to the last 5,000 pounds to put a market, now you're not going to do it. And you're going to leave your house dangerous, a hazard of health and safety. It's a stira. You put so much kirkas in having a house, and a house is a shelter. And, you, and then you're going to make it dangerous? Don't be a shtick oxymoron. That's the mitzvah makkah. And that's one way how a person's oxymoron. But there's other ways. He does one thing, and then he does another thing. He says this, and he does that. And, and, and he's monasterous. It's a special avoider that you shouldn't be a steer, upgeflect. What? That's a Yiddish expression, there's no way to say it in English. Okay? Upgeflect. It shouldn't be that someone will... You know, they say that uh, when Yosef, uh, uh, when he gave to Chochet his brothers, and Yosef, so the lady, he brings the medrash, what's the Techocha? What are you telling him? He's talking about meaning you care so much about your father's about the father? Why, when you sold me, you didn't care about the father? And you know how Kodesh Bochus questions go? Exactly that. Kodesh Bochus doesn't ask Reuven, how can we not like Shimon? That's not what Kodesh Bochus does. But in Reuven, Minei Obey shows that he's a monasterist. Why are you learning today in the base for the last two, three weeks? Study leave. Oh, study leave? Yeah. You're, you're revising the whole time? Yeah. Can I show you how many movies you show you you, you saw these days? It's not me. Can I show you how many hours you spent on the internet, on Facebook, on Ahim, on that, and then you'll see that you definitely had pretty much time. So Dafka, when it comes to Torah, you say Torah. 
what he can answer. That's what Kodesh Boch does. A steer of Minei Obey. That's what he does. That's his Mahalach. We have once said by Yoyin Anavi. Right? He didn't want to go to Nineveh. So Kodesh Boch gave him this Kikayon. And then came the Tolas. And then... And then he asked him, Yeah. You know, the Kikayon, the Talon, Malta, the Tarachtabo. And yet it hurts you. Ani lo echbol aninveh, ribi ribo is a people out of the behemoth. And that's how Sefer Yonah concludes. What did Yonah reply? <coughs> what did he reply, Yonah? It's not recorded in the biblical uh, records. You know how come it's not recorded? Because he had nothing to answer. With such logic, he just said, I don't know what to answer. That's called checkmate. And the person should try, there's a special avoider that Kushbobo should make on me. Checkmate? I'm not the biggest sonic, but it should be serious. I can't be El Capone and the Chofetz Chaim at the same time. Or a few hours in the day I'm a Chofetz Chaim, a few hours in the day I'm El Capone, and uh, is that Yerushal? That's the Mitzvah of Makkah. Mitzvah of Makkah is don't live a life of steers. Rab Doim and the Malach Lukim means it should be steers. Not that he has to be the biggest sonic in the world, but it shouldn't be that's a steers. We want Michad Giza Zazay, and then Michad Giza is totally the opposite. So then what is he? What's the true, the true identity? That means Kemalach. That's how they explain. That's that, that, yeah. No, the way I'm explaining it now, it doesn't mean broad interest. It means that there's no contradictions. That's what I'm explaining it. Yeah. But, 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 but uh, it's, that's the pshat. Uh, uh, going back to it, it's like a malach alain that he could merap a loit. I mean, could not see loit and merap avram. Okay. But if it's like, you know, he's, he's two different people. From eight to one, he's a zay. And then, and like, that, that's the nukura. You know, it, it's the biggest turnoff, Lamai said, when Talmudim notice. We all know from our experience if it happens. There's some kind of shikha here. This is a bluff. He says like this, but the Midrach he says like this, but no one's seeing him, he does like this. Hashem Echem. Right? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Okay, to avoid steerus, that's, that's an avoid. I'm reading a biography now in the Chazanish, over a thousand pages, written by uh, someone who did a research, not, not a Haredi person necessarily, a firm person I see he is. But uh, I think he says to himself that he goes with a Kippah Suga. <laughs> but anyway, what I mean to say, it's not like a chassid writing about the chassid. It's not like peradur from that point of view. Peradur and the chassidish, five volumes. It's what chassidim and, and and the admirers of the chassidish wrote about him. Fine. Peradur. It was before Arzko. No, no, by the Hebrew University. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's true. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? You read and you read it. It's a thousand pages. It's divided to three parts: the life of the Chazanish, you know, when he was young, and then uh, when he uh, the, when he had when he came to Israel, then the years after Israel. It's Moradik, and it comes up one clear message: the man had no steers. You could agree, you could disagree. Leshitosay from A to Z. From no one ever caught the Chazanish doing anything which, you know, so no matim. So the pastor, you know, he says this and he's doing this. No, not what. He himself points it out. No stairs. 
It comes out. It's not man yet. It's not a circuit today. That the whole mahalach of Torah today in Eretz Yisrael it was a good by the Chazanish. The whole mahalach of learning in Koyal, you know, that whole thing the Chazanish started. He's the one that laid down the foundations. Okay, the question is today, you go fight, you don't go, uh, no, good caches. I'm just saying that his impact was uh, probably more than anybody else. At that time, he was there. More than the Briskorov. The Briskorov is more in the, in the Yerushalayim and the Yamahalak. Yeah. But the Chazanish made the Hashpon called Eretz Yisrael. He passed the Alachas and everything. He was the Munchev and the Mrs. Atlas Boris. And so on and so forth. It was him. No, he's considered a. It's, it's good to read something. So, a, a biography of a Nishta Chassid. And you see, wow. Mamish Sula Mutsav Artsav. The Gurion said on that, the Chazanish. When the Gurion met the Chazanish. So, what he came out and said? Sula Mutsav Artsav or Shomagia Shabaima. That's what the Gurion said on him. Oh, well, uh, Rafutna used to say on the Chazanish. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I mentioned it to Ireland. And the Tom Zogan, uh, have a. If, if I would have to say again, uh, you know, Yeshiva Shigar when he, he stuck with words, he go, "That's the Mahalach. But and that's not what the said. But anyway, he said, "If there's anyone that reminds him of a Babua to the Vilna Garden, it's the Chazanish." I mean, uh, that's a statement. No, he, he, the fact that the Chazanish saw the Medina and died in 1955 and said, I don't like it, that's a big, that's a big point. Whenever you think about to become Tzioni, not to become Tzioni, or whatever, the fact that the Chazanish lived there and saw it, and said, I disagree, that's, that, that's heavy. Rav Kook said, so, was a Odom Gottel Moed also, I'm not comparing, he died in 1935. So there's room to say, maybe if he would have seen, maybe he would have changed, I don't know. Yeah, Shanaim! The Chazanish died in 1955. Yeah, yeah, he was very against it. He was against it. But if he would have a Sunday course, then you know what's more, he would say Tachman. People shouldn't think, that's what's his Malach. He saw it and said, Zela! That's what he said. And there was no one like him. After Loyach had come over, after, you know, Tmurasai. Loyach Chazanish. Now, the stabber, the stabber himself says in the swarm, he's mavat himself like a ever knayni of chazanish. The stabber, when he speaks about the conversation with chazanish, he says, <laughs> the chazanish was his brother in law. No, he was mavat totally. Okay, Rabbi Say, once we, you know, we have to go off and organize that once we have a, sh- a, sh- a shmus session, we get together to shmus. <laughs> It's a it's a Vilna Gaon that says that Dafka Batol is so geshmak Dafka on your next sefer. Yeah, the Pamphers, the, the Vilna Gaon, and the, the Mishlei on Perik Beis. And then I, I told to to someone, he says, you know, that's a gavaldig thing to know because a lot of times I'm invited to people's homes for Shabbos for meals. And it's very boring. I'll bring a Gemara, put it on the table, start being interesting. That's what he tells me. <laughs> Jackie Shimon told me that, but I told him what's the Nish. He said, ah, so I'll take a Gemara with me wherever I go. And then we'll be going to Gishmak. You'll notice when it's next to Gemara, the Sikha Schoen's Gewaldic. Gewaldic. Okay, Rabbi, so let's go on. So, but the Mahal is not going to say not the Anhezber and not the Adhezber. What does it mean, Malach Likud Swakis? He's not going to define that Nukuda so much, but as we'll see. Let's go back there. But Dovel Zimavu says the Mahal, Ki bi'arma be'perk Moshe Kibel. 
It's interesting that he always calls the Prokim after the names. He doesn't say Perak Rishon, Perak Shani. He calls the first Perak Moshe Kippa, the second Perak Rabbi Oimel. That's what he calls him. I'm sure there's a reason for it. Kibyanu be Perak Moshe Kippa, ki atamid v'arav yesh lem chibur v'tziruv b'yachad b'yoyser. A Rabbi and a Talmud, they're in it together. It's not that one could say, you know what, I'll, I'll just take this part and I won't take this part. They're establishing a relationship, a unit, which is a zach that you cannot deny. It, it, to a certain degree, it's like a marriage. A, a husband and wife meet together, they establish a marriage. What? A rabbi Thomas Alvin Ben? Yeah? Nahon? And then he goes on saying, there's no chibu like it. Now, this is a little bit of pillar that the Mahal is saying it like that. Because elsewhere he said, not like that. Let's give a look at what he wrote in the Acham. Let's give a look at footnote 152. This edition. It needs to be explained. Why? You should, the dignity of your, of your Talmud should be like the dignity of your friend. Why is it so that the, the, the covenant of the Talmud should be like a chaver? Any two things which have some kind of partnership, any kind of partnership is a relationship. So the Mahal says over there that a, a relationship of a Rebbe and a Talmud is not as much as a Chibu like friends. But nevertheless, you should treat your Talmud like a friend because since Mikzas Kakulay, since there is some kind of Chibu, so Mamish consider him as your friend. So clearly over there the Mahal is saying that where do you have a bigger Tziruf? A friend or a Talmud? A friend. And over here he says, So Luchur it's a stira. But Luchur the answer is Pasha though. Meaning the answer is it depends who you're speaking from. Uh, from the Talmud's perspective, there's nothing more than a Rebbe. From a Rebbe's perspective, a Talmud is definitely less than a Rebbe. Right? From the Rebbe's point of view. From the, from the Talmud's point of view, he's getting Chaim, he's getting his whole derech. His Rebbe's Mavi Eloilam Haba. Right? So that, 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 there's nothing compared to that. So we're speaking over here from the, uh, from the perspective of the Talmud. So the Talmud, from, uh, Rebbe is someone that has a very impressionable effect on him. So therefore, let's go back to the Maral over here, up here, after number 152. Meaning everybody's moidi is a Talmud Chacham. But he's not Hagun. Yelo Chibu Vitsiruf El Rosha. The double zeh, mida pchusa, shari omu, al tishadar la rasha. Again, this needs to be explained. Why? Okay, he's going to ask him a minute. It's a gemara chagiga. We have the answer to that. 
But the question is, between Malach and Akim Tzfokas and Arbosha, there's a lot of daggers in the middle, no? Right? L'chura. That, that's not clear. Uh, let's give a look here in footnote 153. So if you want to say that the Rebbe has to be like a Malach, fine. But why, to say that otherwise you're mischabed to a Russia, that needs a little bit beer. In Hichas Tamutaya, my mother, so also the Rambam went from one extreme to another. The halacha is, the Maisa don't learn Torah from whom? Harav she'eno hoylech b'derech toiva. Harishim ve'er she'rav she'eno do'ema l'machas m'tzokas u'mi she'eno hoylech b'derech toiva. Meaning, what about a benoni? A benoni is not excluded from this Maimah Chazal. How? What's the shock? Where does he fall into? What category is he in? I don't know. But when it says that the Rav has to be Doyme Lamarachim Tzvakis, what is it coming to exclude? Someone who's Eino Hoylech Bederech Toiva. What will be if he's a Benoni? I don't know. I don't know which category he falls into. But what we're learning from this Maimah Chazal is that if he's a Russia, don't learn from him Torah. And you see, the uh, it says also, it's like more in, in Moed Kotten, there were bad rumors about him. So they brought the Gemara, So meaning, it seems that this Maimah Chazal is not coming to exclude a Benoni, but rather it's coming to exclude someone that he's known for being improper. What about the Benoni getter? Where does he fall into? I don't know. But that's what you see also from the Rambam. So we may since it's coming to exclude that, so the Maral could say, the devil's a midah p'chusa, you're mischabet Russia, and the chibur has an effect on who you are, like they say, tell me who your friends are, and I'll tell you who you are. Now here comes the question that Cheskel asked. Probably the most famous Rabbi Talmud in Shas, one of them is, how did Rabbi Meir learn Torah from Acher? That's how it was called. Right? Uh, you have to be Dremit to Malach Gimtzvokas. Um Mishani. And the Gemara replies, Omar Rabbi Shiva Melokish, Rabbi Meir, Kro Ashkavadash. You brought a Pesach from Malachi that says he has to be Dremit to Malach Gimtzvokas. He has a different Pesach. Which implies the opposite. What does it say there? Hat Oz Nechol Shema Divrech Chachamim Velipcha Tashis Ledaiti but your heart, you should keep it to me. L'daytam lo inaymar, ela l'dayti. Meaning, you can learn even from someone who's not going, just to be careful the whole time, not to follow this. But if he can, t- he can teach you a derech and go after it. And just be cautious. 
Im ken, this is all the Gemara asks, Kashu kra dadi. So these two psukim are contradicting each other, the Pasuk for Malachi and the Pasuk for Mishle. Umishani answers the Gemara, Habe Godol, Habe Katan. Rashi learns Godol Katan means age wise. That someone who's young does not to be careful. And someone who's already older knows how to watch himself. Like a Godol. Now asks the Maral, Meaning, if there's a problem, Russia. So what's the difference? Says the Maral, So Rabbi before he said the Maral inside, he's not going to learn Godel cotton age-wise. And he's going to learn Dago-wise. If the Talmud's already upon Madrigal on his own, he could learn from such a kind of Rebbe. But if he's still building himself up, then he should not. So says the Maral, it won't be a Chibu Russia. Let's see how he answers it. Someone who's already self-accomplished Tamad Rocham, he doesn't have such a cotton who's now being formed, you know, those impressionable years, then then if he's already uh, on his own, or the cotton also. Meaning, and so, tomorrow there's no work, right? But like, is it off officially off? Yeah. yeah. So what? A couple of time. Yeah, that's a couple of people travel this weekend. Bournemouth. Okay, good, good. Anyway, so the Ma'al saying Aswar, if he's already a self-sufficient Tamil Chacham, so when he's learning Torah, like what the Ma'al said in the beginning of this parak, Kol HaMalamad is Ben Chavero Torah Kilo Yolodoy. Right, Ben Chavero? If he's already his own, his own self-made man, it's not such a tziruf. Mimele, so the issue of learning from a Rav She'eno Hogun is because Atis Chaber Lerasha well, if he's already a godl in his own right, it's not such, it's not such a chibur. He's hearing, he's listening, but it's not such a chibur. And that's okay. I'm just wondering, again, I'll be saying, here we're not going to speak about Russia, Chazjol. Rebbe Cholon Vassaman, when he met the Chofetz Chaim, he was already a godl in his own right. He already learned by Rebbe Chaim Brisker, he learned by Rebbe Shimon Shkop. He was a Gabba Rabba. And now he came, he came to, when he was in the older years, he came to learn by the Chofetz Chaim. So he's not a real Mitzvah to the Chofetz Chaim anymore. Because he was already self-made before. Is that true? But he, he, after he met the Chavetz Chaim, every sense that he, every speech that he gave, he quoted him. Yeah. Oh, he that's the point. Meaning he has that. Meaning if he's a god, meaning he could keep his own, uh, his own friend. And he could decide, I'm about to myself totally and joining. That, that's what he could do also. Meaning it's not that it's a voice saying it can't happen. It could happen, but by a curtain for sure it will happen. Now, according for sure, will happen. So, Bikitzer, so, according to the first test of the Quran, if there's someone that's known that he's okay, but his Hanhaga is problematic. Could you learn Torah from him or not? So, at this stage of the Quran, what does it mean? Another two days, we'll sleep for the next two days of the Seder. Next, let's say, Tog. Okay? Anyway. Seder. I, I gotta remind myself from time to time that I'm not teaching teenagers. I gotta, I gotta remind myself that, Nakuda. Okay. I guess, okay, it's within me. Nothing to do with the Tzibur.
So the, that's what the Maharal is called Lubakotin. That if already he's an established individual, he could keep his guards. And that was Abimeel. If he's starting his Mahalach, so then Rashi learned words. He knows how to be careful, not to be careful. The Maharal is not going with that. He's going to quote Rashi now. Right. So meaning, according to the Maral, Gotl Bekotten means his spiritual madrega. According to Rashi, Gotl Bekotten means years. An adult. Knows how to be more careful. Right? Uh, uh, he knows how to be, to watch himself more. Okay. That's, that's number one. So that's number one, how did Rabbi Meir learn from Acher? He was in the category of Godel. According to Rashi, he knows how to watch himself. According to the Moral, he definitely was in enough of a madrega that he could keep, he doesn't have to be miscovered at that level. Okay. What? No, what would be if he's not a Tamachachim, but he's a careful person? Like what we spoke about last week, study leave. Right? It means Hashem. From now on, hopefully the parents will decide. Uh, will it be a lot better? I don't know. Maybe let's hope. Because parents are more responsible than children. L'chora. The way the model says, why is it called Mesechus Ovis? Why Ovis? Because fathers, have their, they have their more uh, ability to give Musa and so on. Okay. Right, that's that's number one. The Kom Al Sham, the Gemara goes on saying another two him. and there's going to be a murder to Chiddushay of the Maral Lemaiser. The Kom Al Sham, Rabdimi Omar. Now we have to number one six one. The next paragraph, Rabdimi Omar, Omri B'Mar Rava, and Eretz Yisrael said, Rabbi Meir Ashkech Tamra, Ochil Dichla Veshadi Shachla, which means he ate the outside and the inside pit he threw away. And then Gemara brings an opposite Eretz. Right? What's the idea behind it? What kind of terrorists is it? So what's the terrorists? Okay. What's the tshuva? So he wants to say, "V'yirat the hachi komar, the vada hechi she'ev shelo l'ilmod oisot Torah b'mokom acher." If there's an alternative to learn Torah from some other Rebbe, asul asod davozer. Then I'm chinami. You know what to? But Rabbi Meir lo ayah ev shelo l'ilmod b'mokom acher. V'hashta shapra shumidam azel rimon she'ein motzin b'mokom acher rimon she'ein no klipa. Did you ever find a pomegranate which doesn't have a thick appeal to it? Emol yeah. asod. <laughs> That's how it is. So what do you do? So you, 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 you just work. If there will be no one else who could teach it to him. Right? Okay? But there was no other option. Okay? Good. Was, was Achistoyne so, so precious? Uh, uh, uh. Must be. That's what you gotta say. That's what you gotta say. 100%. 100%. Well, basically, meaning the point being is, if you don't, if there's no choice, it, again, I, I, I'll tell the Oilam a little story, because since nothing else up, 
It's a nice show. A second chazanish. I'll tell you what it was. When I met the first time Reb Chaim Kreisel, it was four years before he was nifter. It's the first time I met him. I don't know if I ever told him this story. I had a friend of mine who was very close to him, and he always told me, "Come meet someone. Come meet him. Come meet him." And you know, kitivan shel anashim, you push it off, and months go by, years go by. Once he, there was a kid as she was doing the Rebbein Kaiser for his great granddaughter, later a simcha, some kind of simcha. I don't remember now what it was. And the kids, I came. He stopped me along, and I met him the first time. Such as you see it, chutz from his goyness. So I give him a shalom and He says, "What's your name?" So I said, "My name is Hartman." So he says, "My mira Hartman is nishta Simon Hekel, baluch kena sachalmanim." Which Hartman are you? So I said, I don't know. My father was almost called Chatzkel. Oh, yeah? Chatzkel? Yeah. I have a maestro with him in the Chazanish. That's what he tells me. So I didn't know yet that he was like this kind of super duper Eloi that doesn't forget anything. I, I thought he's. So I told him, like on the spot, I said, it's impossible. My maestro with my father in Chazanish, I mean, nice try, but it's impossible. He says, well, I think we spoke English. I don't know. Why is it impossible? I said, it's Hashanah. My father grew up in America. The Chazanish was in Israel. Then there was no, the, the critical. How could my father have a Maisel with Chazanish? Secondly, if my father would have had a Maisel with Chazanish, he would have told me. I was 19 years old when my father died. He would have told me. So maybe the rub's getting confused with another Hartman. It's okay. That's why I told him. So he tells me, I, I don't know yet who he was. He tells me, Younger man! <laughs> that means he's getting a little... Did your father learn by Rabbi Tzakotner? Yeah. Was he alive in St. Louis? Yeah. So I have a mice with him in the Chazanish. <laughs> That's what he tells me. So I got a mice with him in the Chazanish. I say, really? I'm not like, I give up. Like, you know, like, shoot me, like, you know, it's expression? What's the mice? Yeah, I give up. What's the mice? He says, I don't want to say it here. Probably nothing to be embarrassed about, but I don't want to say it. Come to my house today before Mimcha. You listen to Katz, you used to live in Katzlerumbo, and I get number 28. And I'll tell you the Maisa. Okay, so I, of course I made my business to be there. And here, I just want to tell you what happened. I'll give you a little bit of a background. We, in our home, always grew up. This story I heard from my father a hundred times. That when he left, in 1949, he left from New York to St. Louis. New York was already Psaida Shastat, but St. Louis was nothing. And uh, there was no machitza in the shul. He was offered a stella, he was in his 20s then, to become a row of that shul. But there was no machitza. Could he go or not go? The men were sitting down on one side, women on the other side. That yes. But there was no machitza. So could you go or not go? So my father told me many times that he got up sack from the foot, eh? that he could go for a year. If he throughout the year he makes the machitza, good. If not, he has to live. And he was not there to make a machitza. It was a big, uh, till today, if you look at the Oitzah Chochma, they have all these journals of a part of this from those days. It was a big Indian because then they were tearing down machitzas. And here they put back a machitza. It was a big zach. And the Borosham he did in a year. That's the I heard in my sleep. Comes the Prime Kaiser. And I go over to him and says, I'll tell you, I'm nice with you, found the Chazanish. Yeah, what? The Fudnas Atzal had a middleman to the Chazanish, who was a Ish Slobotka also. And this I checked out, 100% true. Moshe Chaim Ukon. Moshe Chaim Ukon was a Yid from Slobotka, who lived in Bredebrak, was a Shtikal Gvir, tells me, he had a factory for ice. Ice factory. Fine. It says he meant Karach and Taira, so he stayed. Right? Fine. He had an ice factory. And he, when Rafutin said, so he used to have questions to the Chazanish, he used to send it to Moshe Chaim Ukon, Reb Moshe Chaim Ukon, was Mamashiyad Yemin of the Chazanish, 
and then he would bring it to the Chazanish and read the letter. So says Rabchaim Kaiser, I was once in the room when Moshe Chaim Ukon came with a letter from Rabbi Kutner, and Rabbi Chaim Ukon read the letter out loud, and I was there to the Chazanish. I was there. And the question was, I have a Talmud called Chatzko Hartman, who's going to be in St. Louis, which is a far, far away from the place here, and there is a shul there, there's no mechitzas, but men on one side, women on another side, what should I tell him to do? So the Chazanish, you should go for a year. If you make some mechitza, good. If not, you should leave. That's what Rebbe Chaim tells me. So I understood now, so Rebbe was a very big pikach, and in those days, he probably understood that the Chazanish would prefer that this psaac should not be known in his name, in those days, with the sensitivities of those days. He never told, even not even to my father, my father never knew it was the Chazanish. Never knew. Never knew. And I and I spoke to a Baron Shechter, who's the big Shiva today in Chabalin in America. You know, Nasifa, you're sitting on the first row. He's a friend from my uh, from my father. I, and I said, really? We, we all know the story of this Sinnoh story. We never knew it was a Chazanish. But I found out from a Chaim Chrysler, it's a Chazanish. He paskin it. Go today to Bnei Brak and tell people that that's how the Chazanish paskin. They'll uh, hang you up in the, how's it called, the Tahrir Square, whatever it's called. Uh, I don't know where you're going to end up. But again, but, but, but I remember that Rafutna did tell my father, my father told me, outside New York, it's a din of Honolulu. That's how they treat the world. You know, they were trying to build Torah after the Shoah. So New York, you had an oil of And America was, was a midbar. It was nothing. So there's different rules for St. Louis. But, well, it's not even out of town. It's much worse. Out of town means uh, it's Baltimore in America. It's a Muslim township. It's a, a midbar. There were 50,000 years. There's nothing. So there's different hanukkahs for such a kind of place. And Boch Hashem today said, no, this is a Irvam Israel. Yeah. They have yeshivas, they have everything. But then there's nothing. So the Chazrish, the one, I don't know if you said outside New York's Honolulu, maybe that's already, maybe I'm in the Flavotna style already. But maybe the Chazrish did add that outside New York we have to have sometimes a different halach. And he told him that after throughout a year he has to put a mechitza. Why am I mindful of this story now? Yeah. First of all, I don't know. Second of all, no, but what the man is saying, if there's no choice, there's different analogous. I guess for sure if they would be sitting mixed, then ain't eight ain't tuna. But if they are sitting on different sides, and, you, and you're trying to build a kihila there, so sometimes you have to be a little bit mekel, that other places you wouldn't be mekel. Of course, it also the kum has to be within the framework of halacha. But that's what the chaznish paskin. And you know what? The frati now came out with a sefer shadows and shuvas, the Yadmino of Avon Yashiv and he brings out the story. Because I, I said it over to my brother Ezra, and my brother Ezra said it over to Rabbi Frati, and Rabbi Frati said it over to Rabbi Yashiv, and, and he quotes the story. Yeah, that's already today known. And he quotes the story, and uh, whatever, Rabbi Yashiv uses it for some, I, I don't know the catch there. I don't know what, what, and how he used it, I don't know. Then I don't know. No, I, I'm still in the story though. But uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're gone. <laughs> if you got any rabbi, it's a liberal rabbi in your time. Come tell me, you should go and learn from me. Yeah. Now, my rock used to be saying, if in Brehard, yeah. do it. Yeah. Do you understand that? Yeah. Now, I hear what you're saying. Because Acher is probably even worse than a liberal rabbi. Right. To a certain degree. Right. I, I hear. Combining with the others for us. Yeah. But he says that's the tenets of Teicha Ocha v'Kliposa Zorak. 
That must be that the Torah is worth so much. I mean, the dynamic preserve of this liberal rabbi, it's not worth, it's not worth this. Ah. But, but Acher. You know, Amos is saying as well. No, I, no, but you hear what the Rambam is saying? We're speaking that I guess it was very special Torah. The Torah that you can learn from a regular liberal rabbi, we could talk about Michael Zayn. But here, we're speaking, let's give a look at the footnote 164. The, 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 I'm telling you, you're going to see what the mouse is going to say even more. I, I'll tell you in a minute. Let's give a look at footnote 164. Besefer Ali Tomar Ali Yushami. So it's a safer. Because of his שכן בשנות השמד שרוב חכמי ישראל מסרו נפשם וקדושת השם ונהרגו על ידי מלכוס רומי הרשע היה בפי אחר חלק מתורה שבעל פה שאחרים לא ידעו so really, it's very rough, it's very, very different. We're speaking in an era that he knows Torah, that if, if it won't be transmitted, it's going to be lost time as well. So it's ain't no I go except that uh, a liberal rabbi around the corner. It's speaking about, and the chash was that there's some kind of chalik of Torah here, that if it won't be retrieved now from Acher, it's going to be lost to the Torah. It's lost. When there's no such, that's Teretz number one. Now he's going to say another Teretz. And first of all, this is a Mori Tekah Chiddush. He says, he says the Teretz. Right before number sixty-four. The Torah is always uh, head and shoulders above the person himself. The ain hachet who meets on Torah, meaning the Torah is aimed to the to the the chelik of the Adam. His chatoim come from other chalakim, like mitzvah Adam, right? Because of Adam, Asher mekabel the Torah. Ukemosh arimon Asher yeshlo klipa vhaochel shebetocho nivdal mina klipa. Right? It's a separated. It's not affected by the klipa. Vaavsha klipa ra, even though the klipa is bad, bishvikach lonet kalkela toch, shahatoch nivdal minachitzon. The inner is separate from the outside. Vezalme bifne atzmoi, vezalme bifne atzmo. Kach nivdal asechen eloki, hu atreya, voimedes bifne atzma, vein bahachet, ulefikach lomad mimeno. So therefore, he learned from it because it's not mushpa. That's what Rabbi Meir held. What's up, what's again? Am Rabbanan Amri Sha'asur. Rabbanan are the ones that say that you're only from Rav Domelach like Mitzvahkis. I just want to finish this kata. She'en litztaref, Lord, I'm sorry. Va'ater she'etzel she'en ohogun ha'dibur she'yoytze meno kivan shu dibur rasha l'kach mekabla Torah l'kach mekabla Torah hu mitztaref el hara. Because the dibur is a chibur. Ulefize kashe 
Meaning, according to Rabbi Meir's opinion, uh, because he says that you could separate the Torah from its one who's saying it over. You should have said this kind of lashon. The rabbi maps uh, to this and not that. Everybody could do that. Venir at the lokasha. Ki lekach Omar Rabbi Meir toicho ochal kliposa zorak. Ki Rabbi Meir lamad tere sichlis legamre. Rabbi Meir was learning Kabbalah. Pnimis atera. The dovel ze hayam bekabel. He's going to soon say it's sitzvay tera. Vatera azoyis he sechel nivdel min adam legamre. ושרי <laughs> So, my house is like a Yes. Yes, they speak about it. They, they, they say that's before he went off the derech. Therefore, he's still called Elisha ben Avio. Halamet Yelad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they speak about it. It's not the only place where he's called. I don't know. I don't know. So, let's go look together and put the second one, eight, one. Chidush atzum lahalacha. Ne'emar kan. ואושאיסטוליןמודמרשאיןנוהגבלימודסיסריתרה,וכפישאמרלמדסיסריתרמאחר,כדאפקמפטרומטמשסיסריתרה,לקחמפדלמינרשא,כמושתוחרימונבד
So when I learned of this Maral, I called the Lubasha, and I knew I'm going to get it on the head, but I, I had no choice. I said, according to this Maral, it says, I, I started, you know, he learned from, Acher learned from, a man learned from Acher, how could he? And the Maral says that Teicha is uh, Kabbalah. So you can learn Kabbalah even from someone who's a Russia. Yeah. Like you do the Maral, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I had to muster the courage, but I did because it's on the phone. Who's going to do not hang up with me? So there's parents that hang up. So I'm going to hang up. Okay, good. Uh, so, uh, I know the Rav has a very big peta, uh, on, uh, learning. <laughs> I, I'm trying to get, I, I felt like, tell me, like you'll take it from a, he'll take on. Uh, from Gershom Shalom. Look quite this well, maybe you could look for Gershom Shalom. Hi, he, it's like you told me, got married in Tangaita? Yeah, but you're allowed to learn Kabbalah, even from someone like that? That's what the Bible says there. So I did get it on the head. What are you comparing with another? Yeah, So listen, this is what he's going to say the next few lines. This is where we got we're in footnote one eight one, like about three four lines into the footnote. This is what Rabbi told me on that conversation. ואחר <laughs> Even though he's also transferring what he got from his rabbis, because he says like this. The point that he's saying is, Acher said over what he got from Rabbi Kiva. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. But if if but Rabbi Meir never learned the Havon of Acher, how did Acher understand these things? That's not what he learned. Just Acher took from what he heard from Rabbi Akiva and gave it over to Rabbi Meir. Okay, but the one that I mentioned before, it's his Havana. He wrote small. He wrote books on his Havana. He didn't have a Rebbe who gave it to him. That's for sure. Now a good example is Eshtamu Bubba. He published all these Midrashim. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What he wrote in his own name is rubbish. But his editions of, 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 of the Midrash. Fantastic. It's good to have. Yeah. And like that, there are. There are, there are there <laughs> that comes out, that, that's the good, Nahon. He has like annotations on the bottom. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, it's, 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 Yeah, how do you draw? I don't know. The best text but maybe he said, maybe he said, this is what Rabbi Kiva told me. And he said, no, what Rabbi Kiva said. And what, 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 what Eli Katz asked before. Does he have an amongst to say this he heard from Rabbi Kiva? Maybe, yeah. 
Maybe not because that could be double checked after you know. Some, you could, you could even, if it's after the barura, you believe in even a guy. Yes. So he obviously didn't want to be marshaling. Yeah. So he doesn't want to be marshaling. Yeah. He can't do that. Where in the chinami? Stumter, you say if he's simply passing on a tradition to somebody, he's not really transferring it, making it part of him. He's saying, so I heard from the Sahara. But it's all in Kabbalah. I know, I'm saying, but I can't see that in the It's closing Rabbi Akiva, saying, Kabbalah is called Nivdal Nivdal. Because part of it, it's going to a system. But as somehow it's going through, it's going through his system. Masha'ekin like that, it's going through the pipe. Can I make a suggestion? It's not that it necessarily does. Maybe he gives it over faithfully, like Alphadinus. But in Mister, you are guaranteed that it cannot be influenced by him because he is a Russian. He doesn't have it fisen to that Torah. The Torah is nipped from him. So therefore, it, it's guaranteed to be unpolluted. <coughs> Whereas uh, a, a Torah of, of, of Nikle can sign. It's not necessarily so, but it can sign. It's contaminated. I hear. In, 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 in this, that cannot happen. Yeah. He, he, doesn't have an, he doesn't have a negia to it. He doesn't have a tfisa on it. Yes. Mo'ad manyan. Rabbi said, it's a merit of Yechidish, this manal. It's not so known. It's not so long. That's how you're saying over here. Here's thing here. Maybe in those days they listened very carefully to the words. I don't know. It, it wasn't written. It wasn't written. So they were mamish hat oiznacha. And mamish listened to the words. Today, today we don't listen so carefully. I, I don't know. Where do you draw the line and say, I, can't, I don't know. I don't know. But like the Tzushta is being made here. He said, At Kan Tchum Shabbos, and he was believed. So he's not out to... to uh, 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 again, where do you draw the line? I don't know you're But I'll call him so, Of course, it's not Dermot to this uh, individual. It's not Dermot. I don't know that. Are you sure that he moved? Absolutely. I would Google it, but after the Asifa, I don't, I don't know this. I'm not making fun of Chassid Shabbat. Absolutely, Okay, Rabbi says, so we're going to stop here. Now the Ma'al is going to go speak a little bit more in Lamaise. Could you learn Chachma Yavanis? Can't you learn Chachma Yavanis? What about learning math from a Russia? Could you? Can't you? These are, you know, we can start doing this. That will be next next time. We get together after the, so Rabbi says, just again, I just want to get announcement. Next week, I'm not here. 